Welcome to Burrated, B-Rated Conversations. Join us as we talk to the creative people behind the independent movies and get the behind-the-scenes stories. Well, thank you for being here. We're here with Andrew Castrita, director of I Am a Witch. And before we begin, this is a spoiler warning. We are talking spoilers during this movie or this interview. So if you are, don't like things spoiled, you should probably watch the movie prior to listening to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thank you for being here. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We're also yeah. This was yeah. Sorry, Brian. Go ahead. Oh no, sorry. Go for it. No, I I did not. I forgot my thought the second after I said it. Oh uh, no, we enjoyed. Uh, we don't we don't do a lot of movies. Um, I was like a like on a personal level type of thing, you know. It's like when An- when Anthony and I are together, like we watch the movie together and then. We do our episode and everything like that while it's all happening. So everything is just, you know, whole thing. So Anthony found this one and he's like, dude, you got to check it out. You know, not like when you and I are together, but actually like on your personal level of watching the movie. So, yeah, we checked it out, man. It was good. It was a lot. It was very informative, (laughs) you know, everything, the whole just seeing all the different people that were talking about being a witch or, you know, um, what do you call it? Claiming or saying that they were practicing it and then their definitions of everything with it. Very opening eyes, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that that's part of the, uh, uh, the appeal for me was that I didn't, I didn't know anything about witchcraft or anything like that. Actually, I just had the same, um, I guess like the stereotypical view of it, uh, that kind of everybody had, uh, or a lot of people have, um, on a basic, real basic level. So I think that's kind of what motivated, uh, it wasn't really my pick to do the movie. Gotta be honest with you. I mean, to, to, to pick that topic, it actually, it actually came about from, uh, some the, the producer I work with, she helped with, uh, the last film I did. Um, and she knew somebody in Los Angeles that was like, Hey, I, you know, I do, I practice witchcraft, but, and after we reviewed her website um, and we looked at she, her name was um, Amanda uh, in, in the in the documentary. And um, we found her and we, you know, she shed some light onto what witchcraft was about. And then so we just picked that as the topic and then we, we ran with that. And and we found it was like super interesting to find out that it wasn't like the same stereotypical stuff that I grew up believing. So that kind of motivated the direction and the, the making of that that film. No, yeah, it was- I, uh, that was one of the things I really liked about this is because my, um, experience with like, like knowing about witchcraft is a lot like, um, like charmed or the craft or like things like that, where like there's, there's good guys and there's bad guys. And like, and, um, like I, I did a little research and it was just like, like there, there really is no good or bad. It's all about application and, and I thought that was very interesting because when you like one of those things they say in the documentaries, when you tell a story, you have to have a good guy and a bad guy. So it kind of skews the truth a little bit. And I like how mm-hmm. you bring that out. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because uh, there's a lot of uh, people who wanted to be a part of the film. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, we had to 
that we had to we had to cut you know chop chop down a lot of the a lot of the people that participated at least quite a few um maybe like four or five I, I think we got like 14 applicants and we did like we ended up doing like seven or eight or something like that but um, okay. you know they had a they had a different perspective of of what there's a whole other side of witchcraft that um yeah I didn't want to cover uh because I I was my, the main goal was trying to shed light educate people you know on on exactly what what it is and and get out of the stereotypes but there was a lot of people still in the stereotypes believe it or not um that is a whole facet of the witchcraft um spectrum so um but i i specifically we we specifically kind of left that out you know for and and went with this direction of the more positive approach of it um so yeah that's that was something we try to aim for yeah i mean i really yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Anthony mentioned, sorry, cut you off. Now, Anthony mentioned, you You're know, good. like we're always, we grew up with, you know, the dark side of the witch stuff where, you know, you do something wrong, they're going to do something mean to you or something like that. But like you mentioned, like this one is, it seemed like you were showing the lighter side of it. And honestly, like there was so much more to it that we didn't know. Um, what, there was the kitchen witch and there was when they went to that random store, like even that store was just, crazy that they even have you know these stores right. you can just go in and then how she met she's like oh here's this this little baggie here that you can do this spell and here's this little bag here you're just like damn like that's right. nuts oh and then when she was in that store there was what candle witches there was the other kitchen witches there was just so many different types of them that you know people yeah. aren't aware of and like we weren't even aware of them my animal's trying to break into my office. And so it was just a good, just opening the eyes of everything to them. That yeah. everything isn't always like negative, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Dude, witchcraft, witchcraft is, is, uh, I don't know, man. It still has like its stereotypes, you know, it still has like its, its mystique about it that it's like, um, negative, you know? So, um, everybody that was on board was really super stoked to be like, Oh, okay. You're pu putting it in a different light. So, you know, that's, that was a good thing that came out about that. I think trying to get it in a better light, you know, and, um, I think my, my mom is like practicing Catholic. So she wasn't too thrilled about doing that documentary <laughs> and hearing was, about it and stuff like that. And was I was that. like, no, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. Yeah, they, I think was that, that woman, um what her lost dad she was she didn't know her dad growing up she was adopted i can't remember but she found her biological father what's that? oh yeah yeah she found her biological father and he was actually what a priest, a priest. you know <laughs> and you're like dude oh, what yeah. the oh, of that right. one? yeah you yeah. know right yeah it's crazy it's crazy but uh yeah i the, i really appreciate your approach because you know there's like a lot of these netflix documentaries like you watch like the joe exotic one or the bad vegan one and i think they're both from the same production company it's kind of like they give you enough truth to paint or shade the person a certain way mm -hmm. and then leave the rest out and you hear about the rest of it later and it's like well if i had known about all that i might have you know formed the, the appropriate opinion about this person and i like that you kind of like instead of like shading it or leaving things out you kind of put it all in and give other people the ability to make the decision themselves. 
Right. Yeah. That that's that's exactly um that's funny because I wanted to I, I hate to convince anybody of anything. I hate people who convinced who are trying to have this agenda of trying to convince people of something. Um just you know, my whole approach is let me see it and then I'll decide for myself. Let me see the truths of it. Um <clears throat> kind of like, you know, like you're peering at, you know, like the world through like a painting, you know, and you know, and you, you make the judge, you be the judge of it, you know. And it's like if you can do that and and somebody can make their decision on it based on that, then the, the, that truth, then they're making a decision based on truth, not somebody trying to sell them something or sway them in a certain way. And that's that's huge for me in all types of movies, all genres, you know, like every genre. Unfortunately, like majority of the genres out there are out to make a certain person the bad guy because you know people hate the bad guy uh and more people will watch the bad guy fail so they'll pay the money to go and you know watch the bad guy fail it's just like this weird innate thing in in us humans that we kind of want to see the bad guy fail but sometimes you have to reinvent you know you have to reinvent that landscape or at least paint the picture differently you know um but yeah i think that's that's what i was trying to go for is trying to be as neutral and not trying to like persuade you in any way or anything like that. Well, you that certainly works. hit the mark. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, I was agreeing. Like there's other things too that, you know, as, <laughs> as I'm probably going to get some hate on this one, but I want to say like, they even like, we we're talking about the dark side. If you're a witch, if you're like doing witchcraft, like you always should be dressing in black and you should have like goth ping fingernails and black hair and everything like that. But yet all the people that you, uh oh! Apparently, somebody doesn't know how to cook at my house right now. Brownies. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like as like as messed up as it's going to sound, like they looked like a uh, your average person that you just like be walking by and be like, "Hey, what's up?" To you know, it wasn't some person that growing up and your parents see some randomly dressed person on the sidewalk and like get over here. Don't get by them. Like these people were just, you could not tell just by looking at them and as messed up as it sounds that they were practicing witchcraft. Right. They were just, they're normal people that, well, I think who was the guy he, what was his occupation? Did he say what his occupation Oral? was? Oh um, no, he, I don't think he did. No, I don't think like he, he was, you know, dressing like a yeah. button up shirt, like a nice colorful polo, like, you know, just the right. random stuff of that where, even the uh, the older woman, she was wearing like a very like bright blue shirt, and you're like, oh okay, and she's the one that's been doing it the longest. So, oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah, man, she's veteran in the game, dude. I didn't even know, like, <laughs> dude, I didn't know they can, you know, like somebody. I don't know. I never thought that somebody that old would be uh, dedicated to that. Uh, you know, I don't want to say it's. I don't want to say religion, but dedicated to that practice for for that long. It's nuts. It's like wow, okay. So it, it, that means, you know, to me, that means like it has, it, if it can stand the test of time in somebody's life, that means it's, it's gone through some sort of, um, how do you, what, what is that? Like some sort of, um, uh, like test, you know, cause you know, yeah. like you, you test things and if they're not, if they don't make sense to you by the time you're 50 or 40 or, or late thirties or something like that, then you're like, I'm not going to believe in that. But I mean, you know to somebody that if it stood the test of time like that, that means it's, you know, it, it can with somebody else. And if it can with somebody else, it can for a generation. And it might mean that there's some good in there and if there could be some bad, but overall it benefits somebody's life. So just like anything else, I think. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I like how, like, going back to perceptions a little bit, you touch on, in, in this documentary, on the satanic panic and the misconceptions that come from that, where, you know, like, like witches are satanic. And, like, that's the perception that a lot of people have been fed, where that, you know, doesn't have to be the case. Mm-hmm. That it could just be the opposite. <clears throat> right. Right. Yeah. I, it's that. See, I, I feel, I feel, I feel bad for these people that, that practice witch hat because that whole label on them, I mean, to shed that is almost impossible. Like you have to go, somebody said, uh, somebody said one time that it was like, um, uh, who was it? Um, it was, it was Columbus, right. That found out the, 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 uh, you didn't fall off, uh, after you sailed to the end of the, of the oh, sea, yeah. right? And and he <laughs> yeah. had to go back and convince, he had to go back and convince everybody else, right? And they didn't, it didn't, it didn't convince a whole generation. The, a whole generation had to die believing that the world was, was flat. And then the new generation after that was like, oh, okay, I, I believe, you know, I, I see what you're saying. You're right. So I think it's all like the people who have that perception all have to, it has to pass, leave with the, the negative has to stay with that generation and then there's going to be a new generation who's like it's not so bad it's it's you know it's actually beneficial to us so yeah like <laughs> i'll probably get in trouble for this one too but i have an aunt who 100 is the opposite of what movie that you the documentary that you did like i remember growing up and she was the the dark hair and the dark fingernails and the nose piercing and she still to this day has like boa constrictors and tarantulas in her house and everything like that. And she still will text and call my mom and be like, Oh, I just did this on um, my new boyfriend and this and that, you know, we're just like, do we got to hang out with her this weekend? And my mom would, <laughs> you know, so if you ever do come out, you want to see this kid? If you ever do decide to do the dark side of it, there is a, uh, some lady on the uh, East Coast oh, that nice. <laughs> you could probably okay. talk to. I'm not going to yeah. say her name, but right. nobody listens to, uh, you know, my mom doesn't listen to this anyway, so she won't <laughs> call me up and be like, Brian, why are you talking about your aunt? But yeah, <laughs> yeah, so growing up, even with that one, like I remember just going and having just random stuff going on at her house and her trying to talk to us about, oh, this is what we're doing. Oh, you know, this is my new random stuff. And having all the little beakers and everything at their house, they're trying to mix stuff with. And you're like, okay, because we grew up in um, an LDS family. So then we have an aunt who's, you know, going the opposite way with everything. Then we're like, okay. Yeah. You said it was it was a, the dark side of it? The Yeah, the like the crazy, like the witchcraft where, oh, you hurt my feelings today. So I'm going to put a spell on you. So that way, you know bad yeah, juju dang. comes to you or something like yeah. she yeah no and that's right. you know and anthony you met my mom sweetest lady in the world and yeah. then all of a sudden you see like it's like a light switch yeah this forces are really like, <laughs> i think i kind of believe in stuff like that so yeah i don't know i just put out good energy i guess that's it like that opening scene where the one girl was talking about you know, taking cinnamon and mixing it with, uh, what's it mixed with? Salt? No. Oh, yeah, no. I, yeah, 
Yeah, I know you're talking about the first. Yeah. Right. Well, she's all doing that. She's like, okay, then you do this and you blow it in. And I instantly got the same vibe from that movie. I mentioned all the time, Skeleton Key, man. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. One of those things. Thank you. Where it's one of those things where you're like, if you don't believe in it, like you don't got to worry about it. But the moment that you're like, wait a second, this could happen. Then you instantly get sucked into it. And now you're stuck for life with it. You know, when she started doing that cinnamon stuff and I was like, Oh, she's falling for it. She's doing it. And then it just started going more and more with her doing different spells and grabbing. She did have that pretty official looking book, though. That book was oh, pretty yeah. official looking with that, the hide on it and the pages and everything like that. Right. Yeah. So when yeah. she started doing that, I instantly was like, oh, dude, this is going to pull me in and I'm going to end up having to go buy a goddamn witch book before they had a movie. That's funny. Yeah. No, it's um. If you, I think if you, if you, you know, if, if that's something like you said, if you believe in it and you, uh, you subscribe to to that stuff, then it's going to affect your life. It's going to affect you, uh, for sure. How you how you perceive things, you know. So yeah, I really liked her her uh, her spell that she was doing about getting rid of all of the negative stuff from her and the negative people from them and all the other stuff. Like that one was a really like I enjoyed her watching her do that one. You know, because you're like, okay, mm-hmm. so you're not just using, but I mean, that's what the entire documentary was about was like, there's a lighter side of this. It's not always about being rude and negative and hurting people, you know? And so she's like, no, nope, right. this is just this to get rid of all my negative energy. You know, like it's, it's nice to see something out of the ordinary, you know, or right. getting somebody's right. open up your mind to this other side of things because it's not always bad stuff. Right. I'm really interested yeah. in looking into the kitchen witch. Like some of that stuff. See what's going on with that. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's all sorts of types of witchcraft out there. It's all interesting. It's all interesting. Yeah. The um I, I feel like uh the the part that I the two parts I kind of like like the most is like the the history portion where you go through like the origins of what what they believe the the, the devil came from and um, and kind of the, like the definition portion, like those were the two parts I really liked. Um, I thought the, like the doctor and the authors were like come off really strong there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like they had a yeah, lot we, to say. Oh yeah. You, you mean like, was it too strong for you? Like, like, a, no, the, like it, like it, like that part, like it's a, it's a big strength of the movie. Like you, like that's your, like, I feel like that's like a good base. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, like, uh, um, like when Dr. Uh, Barbara Ardinger mentions the, um, uh, like the, that it's the, you know, the, the Christians that fear the naturalists mm-hmm. or, or didn't like them. And so they, he, he's a, uh, a nature God. And then, you know, he goes from being green to being red and it's like this morphing over time. Like you create your enemy kind of thing. Right. I thought that was an interesting point. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's good because it's like, that's the, that's the way I feel like that's the way human nature works. You know, it's something they don't understand. It, it changes, uh, up until somebody can reveal it as not threatening, you know? Um, so especially at that time when she was talking about a lot of, uh, people were misogynistic at that time and, um, you know, women with power were perceived as evil, uh, I think she said. And so it, that just makes sense. You know, it makes perfect sense. If you look at the history, it's like you, you throw that fact back there that, you know, people were misogynistic and this is where it came from. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's probably true. You know, 
It was just a bunch of haters back then that couldn't hang, so they had to be rude to the people that, that could that could do stuff. That's exactly. But the uh, the other portion that was like it was really interesting was um, the definition. Like I find that there's an authenticity when you don't have one standard definition that everybody's definition of like the idea of a witch kind of thing is different in just slightly different ways. And it makes it feel authentic to the person. Like mm-hmm. that was a really good part too, that I, I really enjoyed. Yeah. I, th- I think with that people, uh, pe- I knew by asking that question, people were going to have different answers. And I thought that was going to be great. Um, you know, because it, it's, it really shows, uh, that witchcraft is something very personal to somebody. Um, even though there's a lot of principles in there that, that, um, that they share, you know, and mostly with like, it's good natured, you know, and what you put out, you get back and, uh, things about, um, how they're, they have a respect for nature, but, but the definition itself of how somebody has defined that, um, it was, it's, it's, you know, it's, I think it's different for, and and you ask anybody and they're going to have a different definition for it. But yeah, I because I, I, I see that a little bit because I mean, um, when I hear like the definition of Christian, like that one, it, it has differences. I mean, I myself am an atheist. Like you ask people within the atheist community, we all have different definitions. Like nobody, nobody agrees. And I feel like there's an authenticity in that way. And I, I love how you, you touch on that. Um, I mean, like, so... Like, what was the the process on how you film a movie like this to get these these real natural reactions out of people? Oh, that's funny. That's funny that you asked that because okay, l- this might go off topic a little bit. Um, I didn't. It might go into like the the the. the you asked an interesting question because um, when I started, going off topic. I came I came about to making film these documentaries out of frustration. Uh, Really frustrated. It was, yeah, it was during, it was, um, COVID just hit. So, uh, I was not, I wasn't, uh, um, I didn't make any, I, I picked up a camera. I did camera work for people. I did audio for people. Um, I did editing for, for other people. Um, mm-hmm. I was not a filmmaker at all. I didn't have any inclination to make any, well, I did cause I wrote, um, but I wanted to do the elusive feature film, you know, like I wanted to, wanted to be like the Spielberg or, you know, or somebody, mm-hmm. I don't know. I wanted to be somebody up there and doing f- feature films, but you realize though, after a while after being in the game, um, it, it is, it, it requires a, uh, you know, a financial budget, uh, or some sort of finance that you can make something. Right. And it's like, yeah. after, after like five years, you're like, man, I'm not making anything it. And you realize I've, I've made attempts to try to make feature films, like stuff that I've written. Cause I've written, um, a horror film that I like still desperately I'm trying to get made. And it's, I just love it because it took me like a year and a half to make. Um, yeah, but after just, realizing, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was, no, finish. <laughs> oh, I was, no, I was just job. saying that. I was just saying after, after realizing it's not an easy task, you know, I, I can, I can edit. I have my own camera. I can do the audio. I can, um, I can do, I can do pretty much, a lot of things, the cinematography to an extent. And, you know, I've done it all when I've worked with people, but once COVID came, nobody was making anything. Nobody was meeting up. Nobody was, um, everybody was afraid to go out. Fair enough. I understand that. But I was like, well, what am I doing? What's going to happen? You know, like I can't make anything. I can't even join 
uh, my team to go and shoot a commercial or something like that. You know, I, we couldn't even do that. It was on pause. So I, I wrote and I found some guy online who was like, Hey, you can, you can make a documentary and just you, you know? And I was like, what? So I watched one of his documentaries and I was like, I was like, that's pretty, I could probably do something a little better. Right. And I never knew how to do a documentary. It doesn't, there's no book out there. Actually, I don't know if there is, but there's no book. This is how do you do a documentary? So I just kind of re-engineered them, right? Reverse engineered them, right? Just go in there and be like, okay, I know a three act structure. I'll do a three act structure in a film. I, um, you guys, I don't know if you did see it, but the first documentary I did was called a city haunted. Yeah. Uh, that was the first, that was it. the one I did. Yeah. That was the first one I did. And I was trying my whole goal with that was like, oh, hey, I can do something creative and I can see if I can monetize it. Because at some point in your life, if you're doing anything creative, you're going to have to figure out how you can monetize it or you're going to keep working that that nine to five job and have both of them and, or whatever, you know, slowly and slowly your life is going to be like, well, if I'm not making money doing it, it's going to have to grow into a smaller priority. Exactly. Uh, so I was like. There has to be something. There has to be a way. I have to give it a shot. So I was like, let me let me see what I could do um, around here during COVID. And then it, you know, it kind of I figured out. Well, I, Redlands has a couple hundred locations, stuff like that. So my point is, is that I wrote I, I the way I structured those documentaries was like a three act structure: beginning, middle, and end. And um, it was all a it was all a testing it was all a testing purpose for can I make money through film. Can, can, can I make something that's going to, that can bring something back to the investment, anything? I don't even care what it is. I, I didn't care what at all, what I brought back. But so I did that by the way, and I did it and I was like, okay, if I could do it once I could do it again. Now I just got to pick a topic that I, you know, we, I wanted to find a good topic and my next project is going to be something that's, you know, that's going to be more, uh, personal to me. And, you know, I'm just going to do it. It's just going to be a better movie all the way around because it's like my, my second one was, was learning a little bit more from the first one. Now, hopefully my third one will be learning a lot more from the last two. Um, but anyway, to get back to your, your, your question was the way I structured it was a three act structure and it was all, you know, it's not like a, um, uh, a movie where the beginnings in the, in the, uh, the beginnings at the end and the end is in the beginning. Uh, I just wanted to do a basic thing because I wanted to see, if I wanted it to hit no matter what, or, you know, for somebody to get it no matter what, not to be confused, not to be, you can watch a documentary and be entertained. And as long as you pull some information from that, you don't regret your time. You know, you're like, all right, I'll, yeah, I'm fine. I learned something new. I can go, I can move on. But if you watch a crappy movie that you learn nothing from, you're going to be like, I just wasted, you know, 90 minutes of my time. I want it back. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I was, yeah, that's what I was trying to do with that. I, I can see that. I mean, that was the biggest thing I, I noticed when I watched it was like, this feels like a fully formed thought. Like there was, you had your wraparound segment with Lucy and then you, you're cutting the interviews in between and, and, and in the segments and, and the segments all feel like they flow from each other. Like it was, it, it was very, like very pleasant to watch. Oh, good. Like I, That's I felt like I was, you know, paying attention the entire time. How long did it take you to film it? Um, that one was really short. Uh, that it took probably to film everything. It took probably I would say, uh, well, without the Lucy part, without the 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 part where not the the non interview part, 
I, I basically filmed it the way I did uh, City Haunted was just get all the interviews, right? And that took like maybe like three months, maybe four months. Holy hell. Not three months. I think time. three months. <laughs> yeah, three months uh, on <clears throat> weekends only, you know? Um, and then and then I was I looked at the, the film because I was like, let me model. Let me do the same model I did on a City Haunted. I looked at the film and I was like, I got to do something better. There has to be. I have to make some improvement on this model. So that's when I went and, and filmed Lucy's part. Uh, which we just like took a camera and just followed her around doing doing the basic things she does daily. I was like, act natural, do what you do daily, uh, you know, and just and I'll film it. And then so we put that in between uh, the interviews, and that made for I think a, a better film. Without that, it would it would have just fallen flat, um, you know, and no improvement from the last one. So and ultimately, that the editing and everything took about I think nine months. From from start to finish. So there's a lot potentially. There's a lot more of those interviews that you're like, nope, you guys don't get to see them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not a lot. I don't want to say a lot. There's just a few, but yeah, okay. they just it it didn't. It, it, the the funny thing is, in the first uh, film that I did, I I was trying to make a whole feature film out of like three or four interviews. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, how do you do it? And I put like stock footage in there, and I was like, okay, that'll work because I was trying to make a 90 minute, um, film, you know, out of those three, three interviews. But this time around we had like, uh, we had quite, we had way, way more footage than more interviews than we needed. So I was yeah, like, I it remember, was a better place. Yeah. We watched the, uh, the city haunted, you know, and like Anthony and I were like, we enjoyed watching the movies, but there's a part where, uh, what do you call it? where we do the whole narrating of the movie as well, you know? So if you, you know, are commuting to work and it takes you an hour and a half to get to work or anything, you can really put one of our episodes on and it would be like you're watching the movie with us. And so mm -hmm. we were watching a city Honda. We're like, Oh, as much as we'd want to do an episode on, you know, like this one, like it would be because the narrating of it, you know, but we remember watching it. And I remember Anthony, but he was, you grew up in Redlands and he's like, oh, and he was so excited when he saw the movie come out. And then he, uh, what, there's a, there's a bar in that area. And he's like, oh, I guarantee they're going to talk about this bar that's in this area where they saw this ghost one time. And I was like, oh my God, like if you really know this area and like they start talking about this scary stuff that happens in it, like that's going to be awesome, you know? So yeah, right. we did, we saw a city haunted first and <clears throat> Like I said, we, that was another one of the movies where we watched it like by ourselves, you know, not on an actual episode because we're like, okay, it's a documentary. Let's see what we can do. And we do mm -hmm. enjoy like the documentary type of things because it, you know, it makes you start thinking more of what's going on. And we always enjoy being able to put our, our self in that person's point of view. And so like they're even growing up, like some of the stuff that was like the scariest stuff was, you know, Jason or Freddie was a really scary person. But then the most scariest thing was always the uh, what do you call it? Unsolved mysteries. Because you're like, God damn, I can oh, be God. kidnapped. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. And so watch the documentaries where these people are sitting there telling their own like stories of what happened. You're just like, God damn. They want to go to Redlands. Thanks, Anthony. You know, <laughs> so yeah, the, we did. Yeah, we've seen. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, God. Yeah, no, no. Um, like that was the thing about Redlands. I remember was like we didn't have a lot that happened in Redlands, but when stuff happened, it was always like 
really shocking. I'd say bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's never normal. Yeah. I, um, man, it was my, I had a good vision though for, um, uh, for a city haunted and it got deflated pretty quick because I had, um, there's a video circulating on YouTube. That's like, that shows like, like a real crappy video of this guy going into, I think it was Maury mansion and like there's a ghost that comes out or it looks like it right but it's literally one of those like shaky camera ghost videos and it got like a lot of um a lot of views right and i was like okay that's what i'm going to that's going to be the anchor of the movie that's what i'm going to build around was like i was going to have this guy cuz he was from redlands he's like he's like a i forget i forget he he's like he's in his 30s uh and it happened like early like 2005 or something like that caught the video it got it caught it caught on youtube and um you know um i was like all right let me let me make it around that um so i started setting everything up i contacted him um i got the interviews going on i just had everything going on and then and then when i contacted him he was like he was like well how much am i going to get paid and i was like well it's it's a documentary i like i i you know i, I don't make a habit of paying any paying uh, an interview per to get interview because it's i feel like that that, that skews things when we do that <clears throat> yeah and, yeah. and I, I you know i don't want to pay somebody to tell me something like especially if i'm just trying to get their truth from them you know when you put money in there to me it just makes it a weird thing but so i i he was like well you know can you pay me this can can i have part of the proceeds of the movies and i was like bro like i don't even know i don't have a plan for any of this stuff like i don't even know how <laughs> I, i'm funding this yeah i'm <laughs> i'm just funding this out of my pocket like I, I can't promise you anything like you know and so he at the last moment is like then i you know i i can't do anything for you and i was what? like oh man because i had planned to show you know that video at the very end of the film you know and then like and then, you know, you would know, and then he would talk about it and you would find out, I think they would have been more of like the mystery of like, Oh, was it real or not? You know, it would have been, it would have just made the film better, I think. But unfortunately I didn't get that. He, he yeah, fell no, through. And and I, like, yeah. It was, kind yeah, of the same was, thing. We reached out, you know, I'm like, we always thank you, you know, for taking your time out of your day and actually talking with us and everything like that. Like, oh, yeah. we, you know, appreciate that. But we reached out to somebody and he's like, how famous are you guys? And we're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And then he ghosted us after we were like, I mean, we're kind of, I mean, we're decent. Our, our numbers are good. We're not going to lie to you and say, Oh, we're the shit, you know? But this guy, as soon as we're like, we're not super, super big yet. He's like ghost. And we're like, oh, really? Man. Like yeah, that's, that's a such a dick move, you know? Yeah. And it's not like he wasn't big. You know, right. he wasn't big either, but he just thought that, yeah, well, yeah, we'll just say they thought we can't say he, it might, you know, <laughs> 2023, we don't know what they, uh, what they are, but yeah, so we got ghosted once and we're like, wow, like, you know, there's a punch right to our stomach, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, but right. yeah, yeah, no, we watched, we watched that one too. And then Anthony's like, Hey, he has a second one. And so since we already watched the first one, we're like, all right, let's check that second one out. And so the second one we watched as well. And we're just like, that's pretty awesome. Let's, yeah, you know, yeah. Let's I appreciate you guys out. watching that, man. I do. Oh, yeah, no problem. That's, that's very cool. Um, like I said, it's, you know, I mean, 
uh, I'm just trying to, everything that I'm going to be doing is, is gotta be, get, has to get better. You know what I'm saying? Like I think you guys, I'm pretty sure you guys are artists as well. And, and there's creative, you guys are creative <laughs> in your own way. Um, but I'm sure like you believe too, that, you know, you, you want to get better than you were last year. You know, you guys, I'm sure you want to, you know, whatever it is you do, you want to make sure you're better the next year. You know, the next thing you put out has to be a slightly better, you know, the, yeah. The, the criticism has to be a, a little more in depth, analyzed. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we actually just put out our, uh, we've been doing it for a little over a year now, but we just did our like anniversary episode and we're like, dude, what the hell are we thinking? Like on our very first episode, we redid the movie for our anniversary. Um, we're just like, what the hell? Like if you listen to our very, very first episode, we're like, we're never going to make it. You know, and then we now are start talking and we got like kind of our flow going and everything like that. But it's taken us. I'm not saying that we're cool yet, but we're obviously a little bit better than what we were at the start of it. You know, just listening to our first episode and then uh, getting to our year episode. Like it's so much different. Like, we, you know, talk with people, talk with directors and producers. They're like, oh, we like this about your show. Oh, we didn't like this about your show. You know, like talking mm-hmm. to them and giving us like uh, what ideas or, you know, hey, instead of just talking like this, why don't you narrate it? Because when we first started, what well, we were just talking through the movie and then everybody's like, hey, if we have a commute, we'd like to actually know what's going on in the movie as well. You know, so moving right. and getting everything done. So. Yeah, well, hopefully let, growing. Let, let, hopefully let me growing. ask you. Let me, let me ask you guys this. Let me ask you guys this. Uh, if there was, if there was a way that I could go back and make and make uh, the witch doc, uh, yeah, I'm a witch. Better. What, what would you suggest? I mean, the way that the film was, it's just a documentary. Like it was good. You, there's so much that you opened up. Like I don't want to say make it better. Um, the only thing that maybe was you showed the bright side of it, but I'm pretty sure, I mean, I could be wrong, but that might just be because everybody always thinks of, oh, a witch as the dark side of it. So you open it up to the entire other side of it, showing it, you know, the only thing is if you put a dark side of it, but then that defeats the purpose kind of, of, I'm not showing the dark side of the being a witch. I'm showing all the other stuff that people don't know about of it, you know? Right. So, I mean, you did like, it's just, it's a great documentary. It opens up and shows people the other side of what people don't know, like behind the scenes or whatever you want to call it, that people don't know about being or practicing witchcraft and like that. Cause honestly, like I didn't know there was a difference between being a witch and being a warlock. I thought a witch is a girl, a warlock's a man. There's like, Nope. A witch is a witch. A witch is a witch. And I was like, oh, well, all right, never mind. So it was very informative. Very informative. And then, like I said, you showed everything of like people actually doing the spells and then the the multiple people that do the witchcraft. Like it's not your typical person who you would think like at the Halloween store that's buying the Halloween costumes, you know. <clears throat> like it's you opened up so much more of the other side of witchcraft that honestly I had no idea even existed. And as my crazy ass aunt growing up with her, I would have, you know, 
would have thought that I would have seen the other side of things, but yeah. Right. Oh, all right. Yeah. You killed it. Um, so before we go, um, do you have any, anything you kind of alluded to it already, but do you have anything else you're working on right now? Well, I, um, I just finished, I just finished writing a book. Um, uh, it's actually, it's, it's funny cause it's actually how I filmed the documentary. Um, not, not, a, not any of the specific ones, just, it's more of like an instructional book. Um, nice. but I've just did that and that's on, that's available on Amazon and audible, um, right now. Um, plug it, man. Plug it. Um, What's the name? Oh, it's, uh, it's called how I shot and distributed my documentary and made money. <laughs> there you go. Put it, nice. get it a little bit closer. There you go. Perfect. Right there. Yeah. So, um, I, like I said, these things just come from, uh, 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 just trying to be creative, man. Just wanting to stay in the creative zone. And like I said, eventually down the way, you're going to have to find a way to monetize your being creative to some extent, or else it's not going to survive in an adult mm-hmm. lifestyle, you know? So, um, but to get back to your question, uh, there's, there's, I got a few things, uh, brewing right now another possibly an, another um, documentary with um, an animator um, which I'm not going to really mention his name right now because I don't have a yes or no but um, he's an animator from the 90s uh, that I used to watch his uh, his his animation his cartoons and it just had a super big impact on me so I emailed him one day and he he got back to me and I'm gonna I proposed doing a documentary about his his whole style um, his storytelling is very unique and that's something, you know, that would be that, that I would just love to put another year into and really get something and just make it better than this last one. So, um, that's all I can really say about that. Cause I have, there's nothing else really too, but yeah. And, and, uh, still trying, you know, probably finding a way to maybe try to do a feature film, you know, if it, you know, now that COVID's kind of over, we're getting out more. Um, I, I've been, you know, I've been having, I've been having meetups now with other filmmakers and stuff like that. So whatever opens up, that's the direction I plan to go into, but yeah. That's awesome, man. Let us, please keep us in the loop. Like, you know, let us oh, know absolutely. what's going on, what's coming out. Like if, you know, we'd love to watch another one of your movies and then hopefully get you back on again. You know? Yeah, man. I, th- you, you guys, uh, so it's just, just to be clear though, it's, is it strictly horror? Or is it just uh, like, well, Anthony and I, we started yeah. talking about it. Cause technically we just go off of the indie films. Like when we first okay. heard it kind of was horror, but then I was like, you know what? There's other movies that we've seen like, uh, what well, Velocipaster, Lamageddon, where they're like, Oh, these right. are horror, but they're comedy as well. Right. You know? And then, yeah. like we said, we were looking at, uh, we watched, uh, a city haunted, you know, because it had the haunted, everything with it but gotcha. we, we couldn't like it's more <clears throat> what do you call it like the narrowing of it would have been really i don't like i don't know how i would how we would narrate it you know without actually you know going into like copyright infringement stuff of oh they're seen here and that she just said this this that you know so we couldn't mm-hmm. really do that but i mean like we've seen them but yeah if there's I forgot my train of thought, but yeah, with the whole 
we oh indie films are what we're going for mostly okay if they are horror if they if it's awesome if it's documentary about horror or documentary about some of that potentially could be scary i mean like i think Mm -hmm. have we done kind of like a sci-fi one where that's kind of scary yeah we've done sci-fi we don't know what yeah we've had movies about aliens and stuff like that yeah Gotcha. So, okay. We're with Indy, and the reason why Ann and I, we've done them, you know, we've seen all like the Hollywood movies and everything like that, and they just start going into the same thing. <laughs> they start going to the same thing. And so then Ann and I were like, you know what? If we start going these other route, like they're so much more genuine and they have so much more thought and stuff into them. Like they're trying to prove themselves of, hey, look at this. I can do that. And, like I've told Anthony, I kind of lost it. I lost hope for my son, who uh, he's only eight right now, of watching a movie because there's already been movies about what every natural disaster, every serial killer, every animals killed people. So now it's just being remakes and remakes and remakes. But then you start getting into the indie, uh, indie films, and everything is their own idea. And you're just like, holy shit! Like there's an entire new like audience and everything with it. And so we really enjoy, like when we watch the movies, it's honestly like Anthony watches a little bit of it and I watch the the trailer for it. And so our expressions and our, like whatever we do during the movie, they're all genuine. It's not like we're like, oh damn, let's watch it again. You, you, so right. everything gotcha. that we do, it's right then and there in live time of, that just happened on the movie type of thing. So that's why, gotcha. you know, if it is indie, that's just indie has anything to do with being scary. then that's what we go for. Did, did you guys watch uh skin and Marink? Not yet. That is on our list. We talked to um, our friend, John Eisberg. And he's like, he was texting me at night. He's like, you need to watch this movie. And he's like, I'll be yeah. on with you. I'm like, all right. So I started texting Anthony. So that's on our list. We always ask, and we'll ask you, um, uh, suggestions of movies so that we can add it to the list. And then that'll be our, like, you know, way to pull you back into us. It's like, hey, we just watched this movie. (laughs) Now let's talk about it with you since you're the one that suggested it type of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Skin of a rink. That's your suggestion. That was that would be my suggestion, yeah. No, I don't think that yeah. counts because it's on our list. You got to give us another one now. <laughs> oh, let's see. No, it's 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 hard because I don't watch uh, a lot of new movies. They have to like come down through the grapevine, you know. Um, let's see. No, our uh, movies. Anthony, we had a list when we first started. We had this list of everything, and I remember watching like indie films with my friend, and I was like, Anthony, here's a couple of the names that they're older films though. You know, and so we need to get into them and watch them. So it doesn't matter. We've had people suggest, um, 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 like, I mean, we've done Phantasm. We've done the first Texas Chainsaw. Um, What is it? God damn it. Now we had somebody suggested the fried, not fried green, the aliens from outer space. What the hell is the goddamn name of the movie now? Oh, uh Killer Clowns killer, from Outer Space. Yes, okay, yeah, there it is. Oh, okay. So I it doesn't matter. About- you can say if there was a film that you watched when you were younger that you really thought was good. Yeah, okay. we love add them to the list. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Um 
Basket Case. Have you guys seen that one? Heard of it. I've watched. What was the other one? The other um, Frank Henenlotter movie. It was the the uh, brain damage. Oh, brain damage. Yeah, that's a good I've one. I've seen that one. Yeah. No, Basket Case, guys. Basket Case is like that. I think that was that movie. Um, that movie gave me uh, uh, nightmares for like for a long time. That's scary because it's the B movies uh, that use like real blood, didn't have uh, production value. So it looked like it looked like it looked real because it looked like a home video because they didn't have any production value. So you you would associate it with like, oh, this this is real. This this isn't like, you know, staged blood. That's real blood. So I would have to say basket case. But if you haven't seen that one, I have to make another suggestion, which I love is uh, Sleepaway Camp. Yep. Sleepaway Camp. You guys seen that one? Yep. But that's I think is that on our list, too? I've got my list here. So I'm adding it, basket case. Yeah, uh, sleep, sleep away camp. Is that the one with uh, Felissa, yeah? yeah? Oh, yeah, that's sleep right. away camp, that's right. Yeah, and you guys haven't seen that one yet? We haven't, I've watched it, but we haven't watched it for the podcast now. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. We've gone, yeah, yeah we went and met uh, Felissa and Dave Sheridan when we were, when they came out to Vegas Oh, nice. So, yeah. Yeah. She's doing, she's doing stuff too. She's still right. She's still, uh, she's still uh, making movies. I know I've seen her. I think I followed her for a minute and then I stopped for some reason. This is so busy. Well, they were, they were in Germany a couple months ago, but promoting one of their films. Mm. Yeah. Like yeah. they're out and about, man. Like they're, that was another thing too. Why we appreciate so much of you coming on and everybody else that's come on is you guys are doing stuff and for you to even take the time out of your day to talk to like so like we're not big yet so for you to say okay yeah i'll talk to you guys you know it's like it's awesome like thank you we appreciate it so oh, yeah man like that anybody else was like yeah we'll do that so no it's awesome yeah no problem i mean invite me Try again if you guys again. can like i'll put out a movie and i'll let you guys know for sure you'll be the first Oh, that'd be awesome. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, really appreciate it, man. And yeah, when we we'll check out these movies and yeah, we'll keep me in touch. If you ever out in Vegas, let us know too. We'll come oh, yeah. out and then do something. Definitely. All right. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This podcast is available on all major podcast networks and YouTube. If you like what you're hearing, please follow, like, and subscribe on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook.